Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Rotted Reviews, or whatever you want to make fun of this title as, with me and uh, my roommate and uh, friend Matt. Hello, I'm Matt. Uh, this episode we're going to talk about the movie Booksmart, which was uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, and the main actresses are uh, Caitlin Dever and uh, Beanie Feinstein. And Matt, what was your uh, first thoughts of this movie when you uh, when you first watched it? Well, when I first heard of it, I was excited, because Olivia Wilde's awesome. If anyone doesn't know who she is, she is an actress. She's also married to uh, the Kansas City hometowner Jason Sudeikis, who makes an appearance in this movie. And I thought, or I saw it billed as like a female Superbad, and I came out of it thinking, yeah, that was a female version of Superbad. What about you? Um... I think in uh, some ways, yeah, it in a ways was like a female super bad, but I feel like it it was and it wasn't. I remember like re- like listening to an interview with uh, Beanie uh, Feinstein, who is Jonah Hill's little sister, and she said the exact same thing. It was and it wasn't, but it, I feel like honestly, like with Superbad, how it captured just two bros being just like best friends with each other, like uh, Booksmart captured two girls in like. 2019 being friends with each other and like truly actually yeah, and at that pivotal time end of high school they're yeah. going on their separate paths like literally it's the end of high school for them like it's the last day of school it's a stereotypical finding yourself movie essentially yeah um so like this the movie starts off with like there's a speech by someone and uh molly beanie's character beanie's character is uh, laying on the floor meditating or doing whatever she is doing i presume meditation and at the end of it you know it's typical like opens up eyes and then the scene begins and music goes on and she walks outside and kaylin dever's character amy rolls up and like as a caveat to like when you see the bumper stickers in the car and when you look at like uh both of the rooms they're both very empowered female uh characters and they really look up to Michelle Obama poster. I mean, what were some of the stickers she has on her? Uh, still a nasty woman, and uh, cat calling his harassment. And honestly, yeah, like honestly, a lot of the stuff that she agreed with, like that she supports. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. You like, you never really see that like in a movie. Like, and it wasn't overbearing either. Like, it wasn't like we're gonna push our political views on you, whether you like it or not. And that's what I enjoyed personally. I don't know, like, what you thought about that. I like it how it shows kind of the line of PC. I mean, it showed when it's a little too far and oversaturated, and it shows where you can ease up a little bit on it. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, like Molly walks out, Amy, and then they just like break, walk out, and they start dancing together. And I was thinking back to high school. I, I don't know, like, well, I know when we saw each other, we did. I don't say we danced, but we did goofy things together. Yeah, I'm supposed to be like, "Hey, man, high five. Were we high fivers? We're more huggers. Like, yeah, I'm saying we uh, hugged. I'm like, we hugged. We're pretty progressive, like showing <laughs> affection towards your <laughs> our dear friends. And so they're driving to school, and you see the bumper stickers, and they uh, park in the parking spot for class president since Molly was class president, and CL was crossed out and it said ass president. And I was like, dang, they uh, really don't like their class presidents. Because I remember, like, or student government president, whatever it was. I remember when I was in high school, like, 
the student government president now is a, like for my senior year, the guy that was student government president um, now is in the NFL. So if that's about he, it was like a popularity contest mixed with like he actually had some political agenda, and I was actually cool with stuff he did. So I wasn't, and we didn't really have parking spots. Like if you wanted a good parking spot in my high school, you kind of just had to pay for it. <laughs> the wealthier kids pay for it. Yeah, you went to a little bit of a. What, I went to narcissistic high school, I would say. Yeah, and I don't know. Like my morning routine was different from theirs. My my dad was a faculty member of that school, so I was able to go for a very highly discounted to no cost at all price. And I would just recall, like instead of like waking up and doing morning meditation, I'd wake up to my dad like knocking on my door saying. Like, levanto le mijo. And I'm like, well, time to go to school at 5 o'clock in the morning and eating my breakfast with the, the school priests and just talking to them about what was going on CNN that we're watching in the news. I don't know what your high school routine was like. I not like year. that at all. I went to a tiny private school. There's 10 kids in my class. So my, my high school experience doesn't translate to the box office very often. Yeah. Unfortunately. But... I mean, their experience... I mean, their school honestly looked pretty small. It seemed like every group knew each other. Yeah. They were friends. It didn't seem like a maths of school. Everyone knew each other by the looks of it. Do you feel like that was, like, just for plot reasons that we just didn't... Yeah, easy tie-up. Yeah. And interesting enough, like, the close... I remember the one movie that actually captured, like, being in a... Uh, all-boys Catholic school with maybe Lady Bird, which Beanie also was in... She was uh, Soshi Ronan's best friend in that movie, too. And Beanie's just, like, that one female character that you just honestly want to be friends with because she's just, like, a, a goofy but also enlightened individual. But we move into school, and they uh, Molly wants to talk about the end-of-the-year budget or next year's budget with the Jason Sudeikis. Principal, and he's like, I am not having it. It's the end of school. Let's he's, get out of here. He's done. He's like, you're about to graduate, like, this weekend. Why does this matter? And she was like goes on like this prolific rant and he's like go talk to nick and nick's character she vice president vice president the jock popularity contest like you stated in your high school and yeah which is which is true but like our the difference between my like our jock that was school president he was a very well-educated individual and like actually like had well thought out pieces of like what he wanted to do but he just happened to also be an extremely good football player. But Nick just was this one dude, and he, Molly brings up, oh, he only wanted to be student government vice president because he wanted to plan prom. And I was like, oh, that's fair enough. Like, prom's a very difficult thing to do, and it probably was a really fun prom. Like, my prom experience was, was pretty was cool, I guess. I didn't have a prom. Yeah, like, so that's the extent. And they're just, like, really, like... So after that scene, they moves off to them, like, lockers, just, like, looking at Nick and just pretty much making fun of him, like... Like, saying his nickname. His, nick, his nickname was, a uh, Dick Splinter. Uh, or something of that extent. I was like, oh, okay. That's yeah, and they were going around that part to everyone else, what they thought of him. And it just shows how an isolated view of somebody does not give a whole picture of someone is. Yeah, and I just remember, like, in high school, like... I don't know, I went to, like, an uh, all-boys Catholic school, but there's still a lot, a lot of, it, there was, like, 256 dudes in my class, and I 
having gone from them from like freshman year to like senior year, we kn- I knew um, like pretty much every guy's in my names, like ev- the name of every guy in my class, and like like a little snippet about him. But I just remember they talked about Molly Gordon's character Triple A, and she uh, not to get too gr- gratuitous, like she did uh, roadside assistance in an extracurricular physical manner with three guys. I guess, and that's why people call her Triple A. And um, Amy's character was like, "Don't call her that. That's that's not cool. That's not empowering." Which kind of brings back to like how they want to portray themselves as these empowering women or empowering individuals, and how Molly almost like goes against that. But Amy, like being the sweetheart that they are, like is trying to like like we're, we're, I'm not going to be about that. Which I honestly respect. I'm like, you know, I I definitely support some things, and I definitely like go out of like way, like especially in high school. I know yeah. for a fact in high school I said some unbelievably offensive things and had very little disregard for other people. School is a cringe period for everybody. Yeah, did like, I think that was okay? And I honestly, it was whatever. We were teenagers, and that was for us. That was like six or seven years ago. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, goodness gracious. And I remember back to when the Jason Sudeikis scene, like, um, Molly's like, oh, I, I want to make sure that the next year's class is prepared while I'm at New Haven. He's like, you can say Yale. And Amy's like, well, we don't want to make other people feel bad, but what schools we go to next year? And having gone to school I went to, I remember guys did go to, like, prestigious schools like that. And I remember just, like, I didn't really care. Like, we didn't really care what schools we got into. It's just, more of a sensitive age than we lived in. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, I went to the college I went to to study a specific degree, and I ended up taking a you know a large a large gap off to join the services because I thought that would change my. I I was trying to find myself in like the most aggressive manner, and maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But I knew what college I was going to go to, and I'm not saying it was a guaranteed end, but I I got in and I didn't really feel bad, I, and I I assume it was for you, like you kind of just like. I got in, let's go here. I had no idea where I was going to go to school when I graduated. Yeah. I just made up my mind a m- like a month before. I was like, oh, kids are starting classes. I should look into this. Yeah, and later on you kind of see like the Molly has this huge plan of where these girls are going to go in the future when it comes to like Molly. Like, so. Well, she just thinks she's going somewhere better than everyone. Yeah. And I also had guys I went to high school with that were like that, but I don't. I never really hung out with them. I hung out with like. It was it, weirdly enough. All the like we had a I either hung out with the outdoorsman club guys, the theater guys, which I'll get into in this movie, and pretty much all the guys that ended up just joining the military, is because like we kind of had like this aura of like we're super patriotic, let's hang out together, and I still actually keep in touch with all those guys surprisingly. So it moves on to them like in a classroom. And uh, they're talking to their teacher, Miss Fine, and Miss um, Fine, Miss Fine, who is Ms. Fine is fine, who is actually Miss Fine is actually fairly attractive. And they're talking to her, and they're like, "Oh, we'll make sure to let you know our Sunday time so we can do the crossword puzzles." And she's like, "I finished this in like like eight. This was like seventeen minutes." Yeah, yeah, I think you can. Who even does Wednesdays? Yeah, yeah. And they like made a big deal out of like getting a teacher's number. And I remember in high school, like. I remember my senior year, I had my several of my teachers' phone numbers, and several of them I still talk to to this day. Like my uh, the outdoorsman club supervisor, who was my um, world religions teacher and freshman year uh, Catholic theolo- like Catholic religion teacher. I still talk to this day. To this day, like I uh, go to rock climbing events that my high school still hosts, just because like I'm an alumni. 
And I still try to maintain a relationship with, like, some of the teachers I went to high school with because we're – my school, I, it was just, I was as close with them. Like, you gain a relationship. I remember, like, we ran into one of my high school teachers, and I was, like, talking to him like he was, like, one of my bros, like, the first Fridays. Yeah, I remember that. And I don't know if it was the same for you, but I guess it was different at your high school. And I mean, it, it was – my school was so small, I graduated with 10 kids. I mean, I had my principal's number because it was one of my friend's moms was the principal. Yeah. I had my science teacher's number because we played disc golf with uh, a couple people from the school. But that's about it. I probably could have scored more numbers. I uh, really tried to get uh, Mrs. Walker's number, but she persisted somehow. She persisted. Uh, she persisted to say no. But I just remember, so they're like they're super excited to get this teacher's number, and I remember like the feeling when I got like one of my like mentors' numbers. It meant a lot, and I every now and then I'll text them about like just some prolific thing that, like that's going on in the news, or I'm just like, hey, you should really check out this TV show and they'd be like I've already watched it and I was like wow this is why I look up to you so much and this one uh, character I'm gonna look up his name real quick uh, Theo who uh, was played by Eduardo Franco who was in the movie who was in the TV series uh, American Vandal and he played really well in that I thought he did a really funny role and just to see him in this like I knew he was gonna be pretty funny he was like Miss Fine we're having a party tonight pull up and Molly's like she doesn't want to go to your party and he's like this is an A B conversation and I just remember a few times like teachers like were invited to part like would get invited to parties in high school and uh, would just like automatically say no or like be like that's inappropriate and I just remember like in high school like I never really cared about parties I I'll be honest I wasn't like I'm not saying I wasn't popular I just didn't care I had, like my I didn't like, I had my friend group and. We would play on our Minecraft server, or I was really busy taking photos, or honestly, like... We were, we're gooning around. <laughs> we're, we were turning up what they call Vespers. Vespers, yeah, we worship. Went to, <laughs> we went to worship, because our, our youth pastor just lost control of us every time we'd show up. I'm not saying we were, like, drinking and partying. I'm saying more just, like, just a bunch of kids being, like, a bunch of teenagers being teenagers, like, being goofy and just being loud and obnoxious, and the, the, the house we're recording right now is the house that a lot of good memories I have from high school recorded and like I don't regret not going to high school parties because uh, I was lame I'm gonna be honest like I was I would be like what people would consider lame I just didn't care I had my friends and like I don't know we hung out a lot until yeah. my senior the difference between like weird part is like my senior year you were gone because you were you had I was just in college yeah because Matt's a year old like uh it was a year ahead of me so he was already in college so I just hung out with like I don't know like my friends Juan and Jonathan and Evan and Jacob and guys like that, or um, guys in my high school. You came and visited plenty. Yeah, I visited a lot, and when it came to like people in my high school, like theirs, I hung out with like either the theater kids, which I'll get to, and like my friend Frank, who I've known since I was in sixth grade because we went to summer school at the Catholic school I went to together. And so there, Theo and Molly argue, and then uh, this one guy walks in to hit on Miss Fine as well. Who is the most rudy person in the movie, <laughs> minus, like, the money. absolute, like, no self-worth and money. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Jared, and he just comes in, and, like, looking back, he's like, you know what, I actually did act that obnoxious. You had that much confidence. <laughs> just to go in and just, like, 
I never hit on teachers, but I, like, I would go into other teachers' classrooms, and it's like... They're like, what are you doing in here, Rudy? Get out, Rudy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a calculus class, like, I would always walk in to talk to the teacher, and I didn't, never had a class in there. Or, like, the French students, or, like, the lower-level Spanish kids. I was going to, like, go all out. And uh, as, as he's on his way out, he, like... Talks. Trying to give everybody T-shirts with his face on it and to honestly, wear. Honestly, if I in high school, if I was that obnoxious, if I you had the reason, and like that was cool, I guess. And so we go to Jared. He like hits on Molly, and Molly's like tries to brush off like a guy, like he's like attracted to her. And then a uh, Hope Diana Silver's character, who ironically was like found through Instagram. Like she went from having like five like five thousand followers to being in like a very good movie. And uh, she like flirts with uh, Amy's character in a weird way, and Amy's just like kind of like put off to it. And like I think she flirts. I would consider it flirting, but I don't know. Like I don't know teenagers anymore. And so these two theater kids go up, and I um, I had like flashbacks to like theater in high school because that's honestly how theater kids act. Like Alan and George, and they're like. Just super giddy. Super, they're so giddy. Like they're super giddy. They're super. Their outfits are just super well done, and they're like, "We're gonna have Shakespeare, yeah, they're Shakespeare flamboyant. in the parking lot." And the way they enunciate their words, I'm like, "God, this is exactly the theater guys I hung out with in high school." Because I did theater, but I wasn't that over the top as like some other guys. And when I heard that, and he's like, one of them starts talking about like I spent a summer in Barcelona. When I was and I learned Spanish and when I with him like you repeat Barcelona in a weird way, and so like that's how the locals say it, man. I guess I don't know. I speak Spanish, but I don't. So it's <laughs> different Spanish over there. It's yeah. straight straight from the source. Yeah, straight from the you know the Spaniards. And he's this very flamboyant and obnoxious about him. Molly's like, well, Amy's like, well, I can't go because I'll be making tampons in Botswana. And George's like, well, that's uh, noble and also disgusting. He's disgusted by it. He was like, yeah. And then Molly's I think like, vaginas just disgusted him in general. Yeah, and then Molly's just like, I don't go because I don't care. <laughs> and he, George is like, you'll never win anything in that outfit. And pretty much is mocking her outfit. And I was like, wow, this is the most theater kid thing I have just ever... Uh, I, I just have seen. Because like, that's legitimately how theater kids act. So that happens. They go to class. They exit class. And I... And they're outside, like, eating lunch, I guess. Well, first Enter off... Enter the love interest. Yeah. So Molly meets Nick, who's the vice president, and Molly's like, Nick, Nick, and Nick's like, I'm really busy right now, and Larry's, like, throwing potato chips at him. She's daydreaming, though, looking. Yeah, she, she straight up is. So Amy and Beanie are just eating together, and they look at this love interest, Ryan, who, when I looked her up, she's actually a skateboarder. Really? Yeah. So I looked. They actually, tried to make it look like a guy so hard up, but you would tell was they're like, oh, it's Ryan, and you're thinking it's a guy. Yeah. And the way that they framed the camera angles, they yeah. tried to make it. They tried to hold that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they could have been done slightly more with holding it. I, yeah. And I just remember, I was like, man, these, I was like, she is a very tattooed high school student. I remember in high school, like, yeah, we had dudes that had tattoos on them, but oh, no. One time I was playing, I played basketball in high school, and one time I, like, shoved this dude, and he had tats, and they called a travel on him, even though I clearly fouled him, and he came and flexed on me. I might have been the most scared I've ever been. Yeah, no, I've been that. 
Something about tattoos in high school. If you got them, you tough. Yeah. Honestly, all the, a bunch of the kids that had tattoos in high school were had like the Deathly Hollow symbol tattooed on them. It <laughs> happened to mostly hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> Theater kids or like they had Bible verses. And I was like, all right, cool. They had an electric toothbrush yeah. and made a tattoo machine. Yeah. Yeah. And so Beanie and Amy are talking about like, I mean, Molly and Amy are talking about like, she's so cute. And Molly's like, go ask her out. And Molly is a very aggressive yeah. friend. And Molly's a. She pumping up her friends to do something. Almost yeah. to a point where she's like, get off my fucking back. Like, like I'll do it if I want to do it. Just relax. God. Yeah, no. Life? I was like, I remember in high school, I'd be like, pushy. I was like, I have a crush on this girl. And people were like, oh. Do you, you have any friends that were that pushy? No. Like, not in high school? No. No. I. No. Like, first off, I, like, I went to an all dude school, so, like. We did, I didn't really care about dating. I was just like, I'm just trying to pass and uh, take quality photos because I was photo editor. And that's about it. And like hanging hang out with like my friends on the weekends. And Amy's like, like, I think Ryan's cute. And Molly's like, go ask her out. And Molly just gets into this very long, very s- sexual <laughs> the thing about what's going to happen in college and like her like all these hookups she'll have and i was like damn high school kids think this way i was like when i was in high school i didn't even think about holding a girl's hand dude i just was <laughs> dude i was too i was just weird dude i was way too... i'm just trying to graduate <laughs> i was like my, my senior year man i was just like i'm gonna go study a degree while you go is camping and uh gonna hang out with my friends they're all going there and so that's all I thought about, not like what Molly was insinuating. And so Amy goes up and tries to talk to Ryan, and Ryan just like, "Hey, there's a go- you going to party at Nick's?" And Amy's like, "Ha ha," like says an awkward comment, and then makes a comment about her jaw, like something about her jaw being sharp. And Molly's just like, Ryan's just like, "Huh?" And Molly just like, Amy just walks away, and Molly's like, "What happened?" She's like, eh, "That was awkward." And they uh, the Rick, and then Molly's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom." That happens to be a uh, gender neutral bathroom, and which I insinuated was Amy's idea to have that, or maybe it's just a thing in California. So Molly uses the bathroom. Mo- the thing, the most Molly thing ever. She's like correcting people's grammar at like the bullying on the bathroom it's, stall. You're ugly, but they're all new Yeah, she's like, ah, did you pass sixth grade? And so Eduardo, Eduardo, I'm gonna. So she's already thinking like people in the she can't wait to get out of this yeah. high school school so correct being a grammar nazi in the bathroom and then all of a sudden the cool i don't even say the cool kids just kids it's like yeah. there's other guys like it's like the party crowd yeah so triple a uh theo and tanner who like are on the bathroom and they're all just pretty much just degrading molly's character and molly walks out molly's like well one guy was Kind of hyping her up, but then degrading her. He wanted to uh, bag her personality, yeah. not her face, her personality. She's like, I was like, oh, I'd put a bag over her personality. That like, hurt, man. I was like, damn, that's really creative, but also very harsh. Like, God, that's... She hears all of them, and she, instead of waiting it out, she walks through the fire. She walks out, and she's like, oh, go on. And she's like, yeah. Like my like my private area is full of diplomas, and I will be like the youngest person, like the Supreme Court or whatever. And uh, she flexes her Yale acceptance. And then Triple A's like, I got into Yale too. And she's like, What? She's like, Yeah, you know, I may be good at performing very physical acts in an intimate manner, but I also got a fifteen sixty on the ACT. And then Tanner's like, and then she's like, Tanner, where are you going to school? And he's like, Oh, I'm playing soccer for Stanford. 
And Theo's character's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to college, but I'm going to be writing code for Google. And I was like, dang. That's, those are all that's very... When, that's when uh, the first arc in the movie hits. I think that's when her glass was shattered. Exactly. Her glass was shattered. Like, she literally... Sent the movie in the direction it did. Yeah, so she's, like, panicking, like, running, like, asking people to go to college. And one girl's like, whatever this is, I want no part of it. And I was like, dang, that's actually really funny. And, like, AAA's character's like, we didn't just care about school. We cared about partying and school. And I think back to my high school. Yeah, I remember they had t- fun. They said they had I remember fun. telling you about, like, how boys in my high school acted, dude. They were wild. And then you probably heard, like, the stories from, like, Frank and other guys, like... It was impossible to be wild in my high school. I think... Were our wild We had a get-together once, and I th- thought it was funny. I was like, 50% of my class is at the house right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's five people. Or, like, I would have Vespers, and almost the entire school would somehow fit into my house. That's crazy, thinking about it now. Yeah, like, four... Like, the thing is, my house isn't... Our house is, like... Now that I live in uh, your mom's old room... Yeah. It's just just wild that they let that happen. Yeah, like, Matt lives in the house that I grew up in, and we used to host, like, Vespers in here. We used to fit that many people in here. Like, that's how ignorant, like, my house got... And like we weren't like we yeah, we weren't like partying and drinking and stuff, but like we still had fun. Like I don't regret anything I had, and I feel like that's what happened is like she regrets too much of like not doing enough in high school. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you got. I was like, cool. You didn't party a lot, but you got into a really good school. You probably got a few scholarships. I don't see why you're. Free. I don't see why you care about where other people are going. Like the dudes I went to high school with, I'm like, cool. You're going to. Another that's name. what she set her whole self worth on. Is yeah. That. And then she realizes that she cut out so much of her life to get that accomplishment. I just thought it was funny. So, like, Molly and Amy are, like, top of this hill. And Amy's, like, singing and playing, like, this unique... I was like, she wouldn't be just playing a guitar. She'd be playing... She was playing some string instrument that was just uber unique. She's like, I'm starting to be concerned. If you don't say anything, I'm gonna take you to the emergency room and have yourself committed. Well, it makes sense when we figure out her uh, mom is Phoebe from Friends and her dad's Will Forte. That it all checks out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, dang. Because Amy's like, just trying to figure out what, what's going on. Molly's just like, oh, look, all these kids got into good schools. And she's like, well, we got into good schools too. She, we didn't party. And she's like, we're going to party one last time. And But there fun. were so, like, those type of girls that are so, like, follow my calendar exactly they had like a little lock box that they had prepared for this moment they baked yeah. a cake for this moment i just remember like like the day before my graduation i didn't i wasn't allowed to do anything i wasn't allowed to leave the house i had to stay home my mom was like mijo you're not leaving i was like oh man because i was gonna go hang out like the weird part is you were you were you were going to someone's graduation in, in missouri i remember because you came to my graduation party but you weren't able to come to my graduation because you went to Colton's graduation. Was it Colton's? Yeah, it was Colton's. I remember. Okay. Yeah. So I couldn't hang out with you. All my friends went to a different small private school, and they were in California. So I pretty much just... My cousins came, my cousin came over, and we just like hung out for a bit, and they left. And um, uh, I just remember my mom was making me go to sleep early because I got up at 6 to go to a graduation that was going to be at 8 lit yeah it's dumb lit and so they're like we're gonna they like make up this huge plan like we're gonna party and it's gonna be so much fun and 
so like, like it goes back to their house and like they're getting ready for the party and Molly I didn't realize like has her own clothing drawer at uh at Amy's house and I, I was like eh, actually like my friends will leave clothes here like, I know I left clothes at your house on accident but oh, for sure that's they were just that close and they're just getting ready and it just like shows the hijinks they're both wearing the same like Dickies jumper suits that mechanics wear but that's stylish to look like you uh Work yeah, with some college. berets on. They have berets. They carry pepper. They spray. hype each other up. They're yeah. Like, oh my god, you're beautiful. And it's and like you guys are matching. I was like, I was like, and that's what I appreciated about this. I'm like, you know what? It shows people just being friends with each other. I'm like, like I don't mean my so my friends we degrade each other. And that's how we show affection. They're like hyping each other up, and I think that's cool for younger audiences to see that. And I just remember they're stuffing things in a fanny pack, and they pull up pepper spray. And uh, being having been pepper sprayed for my job in the service, it sucks. It's like the worst experience I've ever had. And she's like, "Ah, don't touch your eyes." And I was like, "Wow, yeah, don't." I was like, "Don't touch your eyes." You were. I was like, "God, that just sucks." And it just shows them walking downstairs. And Molly's parents are very uber, like, are extremely religious, and they're completely cool with their daughter being. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, like, uh, Amy's lesbian. Like, and uh, been out for two years at this point, and her parents are completely cool with it. But um, Molly has just made it really awkward because the parents assume they're dating, even though Amy's just like goes in a long speech. Like, I have like I, I feel like I'm lying when I say I'm going to the library with you, even though I'm actually going to the library with you. And and I uh, uh, back off like when they're on the hilltop. They're like, yeah, we've done rebellious things. Like we have fake IDs. Like. Yeah, fake college IDs to get in their twenty-four hour library, and I was like, "Dang, that's, that's cool." I guess like yeah, fake IDs to get into college library. Our college, when I went to school with you, I was like, we didn't even have a twenty-four hour library. I didn't even use our library. Our library sucked. I used our on. I used the online databases. You didn't need to go to the library to get to that though. I just think I, I don't even care about going to the library, dude. I used the printer. Yeah. I didn't even use that. I didn't. I didn't even print, dude. That's no wonder why I took a long. <laughs> no wonder why I dropped out to join the military. <laughs> I was just like, forget this. And so their mom, like um, Amy's parents, just decided to cook this huge like meal to get like for them. Like we got, and it was everything was graduation themed. And like I kind of connected with like my parents. I'm like my graduation party. My parents got a tent and set up a whole bunch of food and invited like a ton of people, like everyone from our church. You got, like, everyone from my mom's work, all my, like, by all my former teachers, I mean, all my high school teachers, my grade school teachers, my preschool teachers, some of them showed up. My neighbor Bob showed up. Like, it was a big deal to them. So, like, when she, like. village to raise you. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I, and looking back, like, I thought, like, my parents, like, were like that. Like, that was cool. I'm like, you know, some families are like that. Like, I was like, I really appreciated that because it reminded me of just, like, my parents, you know, like. I went to your graduation party. I was there. Yeah. I showed up. You were there. You, Kate, and uh, other people I, were there. I hope I was there. Yeah. No, you were there. I remember you pulling up. <laughs> and that was cool. And they were, like, kind of, like, heartbroken. Like, oh, you don't want to have a sleepover here? Because I presume that they had been have, used to having them over for sleepovers, like, all the time. You know? And I felt that I was kind of, da- like, I was like, dang, like, this is, like, their, their kids last night in, uh in high school and well, graduated tomorrow like the next day and they're just like kind of emotional and they're just like, like mm, we're dipping out and then they just like walk out to take their coats off and just uh, are trying to figure out what this party is and no one's picking up the phone and she's like 
Amy's like, yeah, they're probably not picking up the phone because uh, they think you're trying to call them about school stuff. Valid point. Valid point. But they finally get a hit up. From a... Uh, she's like, I know someone. She calls on the phone, and it's Jared. So, uh... Oh! Uh, so, dang it. So, back to, like, when they're eating lunch, Billy... Sh- uh, Jared shows up with um, what they think is his girlfriend, Billy Lord, whose character... Uh, I'm trying to think... I remember the character's name is uh, Gigi, who rolls up, being, and they're like, oh, here comes the 1%, and because Jared's pretty wealthy, and Gigi's appears to be wealthy, and she's hanging out the window, and you just hear this uh, money come on, and um, uh, money's, I don't remember the name, artist's name, but it, she's on the sound, she has several songs on the soundtrack, she's just hanging out the window in slow motion, just showing off like their wealth, and um, Gigi's just like the most outgoing, like it's like, it reminds, goes back to the theater, because it's extremely outgoing, just outrageous almost. She just looks like she's fucked the entire movie. Yeah, you know, she's just honestly, she feel, like looks like she's tripping out the entire movie. And so Jared comes in his car and the looks just remember his license plate said fuck boy. <laughs> like he gave into this persona and I was like, man, you know what? If I had a car in high school, I probably would have something stupid like that. I'm on license plate too, but I didn't own a car. I had a bike and uh, I would either hit up people for rides or like my senior year, I got my license. I'd borrow my mom's Corolla or my dad's work truck, or um, I'd be like, hey, uh, I'll buy you lunch or dinner if you pick me up, and that's how, honestly, I got rides, and so, because we didn't have Uber or Lyft, we didn't have anything like that in high school, Nope. we didn't have Uber, we didn't have Venmo, like, that's why, like, this movie was very period towards this gen, like, this generation of kids graduated, which is your, your youngest sibling's generation. It's crazy. It's yeah. Funny. No, I hope your younger sister saw this, because I feel like it... Hopefully make an impact, or Molly just doesn't care. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. So, they get picked up, and Jared, like, displays some prolific speech about, like, I think, women's rights. And he's like, you know what? I just like to hear, before I go out and party, I like to hear the words of the strong, empowered women. And Molly and Amy completely get what's going on. Like, Jared's just trying to, like, f- like flex for Molly, because he, Loki's in love with Molly. If... I, I presume so. That's what I got. Yeah, and what he said is something that would come straight out of your mouth. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Essentially, like, you know what? If I was, like, really into, like, I don't know if I'm that desperate of, like, a love interest in high school. No, I... I, I, I you I, always talk about <laughs> the empowering woman, though. Like, yeah. It just sounded like something straight out of your mouth, like that you would authentically say. Yeah. And so... They're driving and Gigi calls and G. I uh, know the thing that's funny. So like Gigi calls and is asking for her vitamins and Molly and Amy like like hey you you speak Spanish right? And he's like yeah and he goes into like a Spanish dialogue like oh we're gonna speak Chinese and they're like pretty much like we're not going to this party with him and Molly's like we Amy wants to back up Molly's like no we're doing this and they pull out Gigi's vitamins which is like powder because I thought it was like they're about to get involved in some uh, funny business which eventually they did so like the car stopped rappling all this powders on their face and they're like don't breathe and jared's like oh yeah that's molly's uh vitamins you know vitamin b vitamin a calcium she like just snored it and i was like i didn't know if like he was being serious or he's just trying to cover for the fact that Gigi's just a huge drug addict <laughs> Or drug user. Maybe she's not an addict. Maybe she's just a casual user. I don't know. No, she looked like an addict. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be judgmental. And he's like, yeah. Th- and they're like, this is your party? Like, yeah, welcome 
to I don't remember the name as well. Like here, let's get bashed. But he's like, we don't want to go to that party. You want to come to my party? And he's like, we're gonna get bashed, consensually bashed. I'm gonna have him change it because he's trying to like put on this persona like consent, like cons- like, and that's a huge thing. I honestly respect. Like you know, yeah, looks. Let's talk about consent and things like that in, in movies and make it known, like, ask for consent. That's my political high horse for the for the episode, I guess. And they go into the party, and there's no one there. And um, kind of uh, sad, that's honestly. Actually sad. Like, I remember high school, there was these dudes that, like, threw parties. I never went by out here that they were total bombs. He never hit me up, so he, he wasn't coming to Vespers at my house. Um, so we just... The, well, we see... Uh, they're in there and Molly's just like this is completely whack. But Molly's like, yo, there's iPads in here. And I was like, yo, I would go to that party if there was iPads. And then so Yeah, it was just sad though. Like yeah. this guy has no clue how to make a friend and he just tries to buy all his friends. Yeah, I literally felt bad for him. I gen- I genuinely was like, I feel bad for this guy. He's intelligent too. Like when he had like private conversations, you he could was, tell he was intelligent. He just was just his ego, man. And so Gigi comes down. Gigi's like, "I know you guys partied. You guys partied and part of some sex dungeon call." And they're like, "No, no, we are not." And he was like, very just distinct, like, "We are not." No. And so Gigi takes her upstairs to on top of the boat, and uh, Gigi gets offered. I mean, offers Amy weed, and Amy's like, "I, I don't want to smoke weed because we went on a model UN trip to Amsterdam, and I had an edible on accident, and I just cried a lot because I thought about my like how my mom's gonna die someday." And I was like. Damn, that's some. That's real. I was like, that's. I was like, damn, huh? I know, like, I don't know. Uh, at, whenever I consumed adult beverages, I would text my mom, my lover, but I didn't cry and think like my mom's gonna die. I was like, yo, that's a. And when I think about trips, when my high school model UN trips, I heard a bunch of stuff went down. I know when we went to Guatemala, nothing too crazy went down. Like, we were. Eight, like, I just remembered. I thought that was interesting. That she was like, and it goes back later on in the movie. About how much she loves her mom, and uh, this one guy comes up there, and he was just like, "There's no drugs on this boat," and she like he's like, and Gigi freaks out, breaks a bottle, and he's like, "You don't talk to her like that," and he's like, oh, "Okay, I'm calling security." In my head, I'm like, "Yo, Gigi needs to, Gigi needs to chill, man. She needs to, someone put, she needs to relax, guys." And I thought that was pretty. That's pretty crazy. And then Molly and Jared have a talk, and Jared just like low key says, I, "I, I'm in love with you." But then tries to take it back, and Molly's like, "You can't buy French people's friendships." And I was like, "Well, that's that's a that's a pretty deep thing, you know." I think some kids need to hear that. Like, not everyone's gonna be your friend. And I think, like, even like for our generation, like we kind of need to hear that too. I'm like, not everyone's gonna like you. And I kind of, I kind of wish I had heard that when I was in college. Not everyone's gonna like you. Then again, I just, I, I got to a point to stop caring because I got the friends who I hung out with, and and. That's I and I had I had a later realization like later on like my freshman year of college like not everyone's like me I don't really care anymore I feel like I cared too much like the first semester you can't then, put that much stock into what other people think yeah and I feel like in a high school like in a especially for a movie about people graduating like people need to hear that and I feel like that's a very deep quote to have said and so Molly and Amy decide to dip out they're like we're zooming out of here guys and so. They're like having like yeah, we, and Amy's like we went to a party. We're done. Like Molly's like no, we're going to go to Nick's party, and they get an address from someone. Like oh, I got an address for Nick's party. I'm going to call a Lyft driver, and uh, the Lyft driver happens to be um uh, their old principal, Jason Sudeikis. Awkward. It's really it's it's very awkward. But the thing is, I know some teachers that do drive for Uber. Teachers from my high school when I went and visited, he I uh, saw Uber stickers on his car. 
and uh, and I realized like, that's a common thing, especially in this economy with teachers. I'm like, yo, this is a this is a pretty serious thing. Like, this is what people have to do to survive. Like, I don't know, like like have like owning a house and uh, working myself. I feel like yeah, I, I work two jobs. Well, you kind of work two jobs. I do have two jobs. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's a, that's an honest truth. Like, even when you're older, you're gonna have to work two jobs just to you know make sure you get like that peanut butter and jelly on your plate. And they're just um, talking about uh, the like what a- Amy and Ryan and possible physical altercations that may occur. And they decided to pull up a adult film on a uh, Molly's phone and plug in headphones. And Molly's phone's about to die. And Molly plugs her phone into like one of the fifteen chargers that Jason Sudeikis has in his car. And he's like, "You want to listen to my music? Let's listen to my music." And they put it on, and uh, they they hear very uh, he switches it to their music. Yeah, switches it to their uh, sound effects from the adult film they're watching, which I honestly thought was actually pretty pretty funny. Because <laughs> I was just like, "Wow, that's a that's different." It's a nightmare for everyone. <laughs> yeah, from the principal's car, and that's what uh. That's what pops up. So they get to the party, and it's not Nick's party. It is a uh, theater kid party. A and clue party. A murder mystery party. And I just remember, like, theater kids in my high school did things like that. And they were that extra and that overbearing. Like, um, one of the theater kids, George's character, was like, you're at a 10, and you need to take it down to a 2 when he's talking to Alan. And I remember having thoughts like that when I was in high school I'm like yo that that's true theater kids would be that extra I was even that I, I was even pretty outgoing that, that extra even with our friend group and none of y'all actually came to my place I'm not saying nothing but you know you always said you were just doing the technician shit or the lighting in the back the spotlight you were running spotlight I was probably first class no, I'm not gonna get into this <laughs> I was a musical and it was terrible and I was in one with Frank and then I was in another one and I did and so, yeah. And that's the extent of, like, when, like, she brought up the Amsterdam trip. That made me think of high school. And on the trips, things would get kind of, kind of, kind of wild. Kind of out of hand. I don't know if it was... We didn't have trips You like went to that. basketball tournament, which was really pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty non-crazy. Yeah. So, it, it just shows them at this party, and Gigi happens to be there. Gigi just turns up everywhere in this movie. It's just, it's crazy. And uh, I think it's funny, so Amy, uh, Amy and Molly are trying to look around this party to get find out the address, and they open this one door, and it's Nick's family's, in, uh, not, uh, it's George's family's in there, and George is like, I've had this room till 11, I'm having the whole house till 11, the, sister, the little sister in a ballerina outfit just flips them off, and I was like, dang, like, whenever I had events at my house, my dad was like, you, my dad would be around talking to the teenagers. Do you remember my dad ever going up and talking to y'all when we were in high school? Like, when we would have events at my house, or... Your dad called me a fucking hippie. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. He wasn't going into deep convo, and uh, in college he stole all of, uh... Our, not our mine, but Troy's... Adult beverages. <laughs> adult beverages. Well, that was just goofy, and so, like, I was like, Dan, you don't want your parents around? Like, this is the last night in high school, and I was like... And in my head, I'm like, yo, you guys are about to graduate, and you guys are going this hard before graduation... I don't remember hearing anything about... Actually, one kid didn't show up to graduation because he said he was sick. Maybe he was, or maybe he went hard. Character is like, takes him into the closet, and she's like, Nick's party's at his aunt's house. And I was like, so, how, no shit, Sherlock. Like, how more troll can this get? I'm like, yo, Gigi's character is so, so meta. And um, Gigi's like, you're doing so well. And uh, 
Amy's like, why? Like, those uh, strawberries I gave you had Chinese ayahuasca. And Amy just starts crying. And Amy's like, I just love my mom so much. When, when I was younger, she puked into my hand. Uh, I puked and she caught her hand because that's how much she loves me. And I was like, dang. And then they go, I love the, uh, they turned into Barbies. And they just go all into a whole spiel about how Barbies have unrealistic body dimensions features. and how they're not even... That whole scene, honestly, I remember, like, I was reading... In real life, yeah, no. People were like, that didn't belong? I'm like, no, that totally belonged, man. I'm like, that's... That need to be brought up, and it was just funny. Like, the I way... Mean, the movie's four girls, and a lot of the writing, I just think about the all-girl household I was brought up in, and I was like, yeah, I could see how a lot of these jokes would land ten times better with the females. Yeah, and so they they dip out. And the thing is, the funny they're still tripping when they dip out. When they're walking out of the house, they're still walking like they're Barbies. And George and Alan were just like, Ugh. like angry that their whole night is <laughs> being interrupted by this. So they uh, go outside, and um, Amy is like, "Okay, we're done. We got a party." And Molly's like, "No, Malala," and Malala is a very prolific female character for what she did in the Middle East with her life and she called that and she's like alright without this party but Malala was calling so they're still focused on getting this party and like how are we going to figure out where Nick lives and like by doing what we do best research and so they go on to the 24 hour college that they go to and just like strut in and start doing all this research and then all of a sudden they just looked on Snapchat and they figure out a pizza place delivered 15 pizzas because of uh, was like Theo, Theo's character was like, watch me punch through these 15 pizza boxes. And in high school, I was like, man, I, I did stupid stuff like that. So I, I respect that. I could totally see myself doing something that jankity. And so he, they go to this pizza place, and that begins one of the more funnier scenes when um, they uh, find this pizza man and go into his house, I mean, go into his car, and their masks were just the hair over their faces. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, we asked the she's um, Amy and I, like, we asked the questions. And he's like, Goes as long as people like you don't go into random people's cars. Like, do you have a weapon? Like, no. Like, yeah, I have a gun just for this situation. This is not safe. And he goes into like this very detailed thing about why he shouldn't get into people's cars. I'm like, yo, this sounds like the Ted Bundy. Right next to the highway. <laughs> 45 minutes to the highway. I'm like, yo, this sounds like Ted Bundy. Or and something. then we realize at the end of the movie that he is <laughs> A serial killer. Yes. <laughs> so, but that's later on. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Uh, if you didn't know, there's a lot of spoilers in this. The whole thing's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> so, they get the address, and they decide to call Miss Fine to get there. And uh, Amy uh, Amy forgets her phone, and Miss Fine shows up and goes on this long speech like, you need to enjoy your 20s now because I uh, decided to not I guess like fulfill like have a lot of fun in like, like my early years and she's like let me some dark places I am banned from every Jamba Juice in America that's from corporate I'm like yo you got banned from Jamba Juice I was like I've never really been banned from anywhere but Club Penguin and I just remember like dang how do I was like I was like that could be a movie in own. like Miss Fine getting banned from Jamba Juice and so that whole thing happens and they drive there and Miss Fine's like what are you wearing she's like this she's like nuh uh I'm a single woman in LA. I got plenty of clothes in this vehicle. I was like, how many clothes? How, how much? I was like, why do you have so much clothes in your car? Bro, that's what girls do, okay? I don't know, dude. My sister's car is like a walk in closet of any option. Are you serious? Any situation. Are you being 100% serious right now? Yes. What? That's crazy. 
So they get there, and they just hype each other up. They're like, who allowed this person to be this beautiful? And they're in matching outfits again. And I don't know how Mrs. Nice has that variety of size. Yeah, I like, Alright, and then they go into the party, and they're like, I love you. And they're like, I love you too. And they go in there, and uh, Molly sees Nick, her crush Nick, because before that... Before they were still at the theater kid party, she admitted like uh, she has a crush on Nick, and she sees Nick, and this very La La Land esque uh, dance choreography occurs, you know. And I was very That's pretty good. That was really good, and that was actually them doing it. And uh, that, and I, I was listening to an interview, and um, Beanie said that's the, that was the hardest thing to do. That was like the most technical part of the film was that scene because they that was a very well done dancing i can't dance i probably my head butted my date that was a nice waltz yeah that was a really nice dance and the, i will say this the soundtrack for this movie was super good you like you just like to run the jewels all right yeah <laughs> run the jewels a lot, yeah a lot of rap like lcd sound system was in it too and um just a bunch of good it was a good soundtrack like they it got the emotion straight and uh, Mo- Amy sees Ryan, and Amy goes up to Ryan. They start talking, and Molly goes up to the bar, and who's there? Gigi. And Molly's like, Mm-mm, no, Molly's done with Gigi, and because Gigi's like, I need rubbing alcohol. This stuff isn't strong enough. I'm like, what? I was like, this is insanity. <laughs> Somebody's chill Gigi out, and Gigi. It sounded like a like a movie in itself, like people hiding in wash machines, hiding on the roof, like just running from the police. And I was like, I didn't have to worry about that because I was at Vespers in my mom's house and we drank water. My mom would make us lemonade and pupusas and we had a good ass time. If you didn't, then you fake. So Amy has her moment. And then it switches back to Molly. Just mope. Just, just Gigi just acts goofy and just disappears. And uh, Molly grabs a drink and starts playing with Nick. And they're playing uh, beer pong together. And they're both hitting it off. Their talking- characters are hitting it off. Yeah, like right. generally like... And he's like, Feeling oh, good about their like, chances. Oh, like, oh, you're a uh, you're Slytherin and a Hufflepuff, and she's like, yes, yes, I am. And I was like, wow, really into Harry Potter. That's like instantly that's their love language is yeah. like what house you're a part of. And he's like, I gotta be back. I gotta go take care of these people. And her, my favorite, and this is like one of my favorite parts of the movie is Ryan and uh, Amy are kind of hitting it off and Amy's like yeah and Ryan's like oh you're going to like Uganda you're actually you remember like yeah I always wanted to come out to parties and I remember you going to Uganda and uh, uh, Gigi comes out of nowhere and just pulls on the side like let's go do karaoke and the, the karaoke scene in the movie where they sing a song by Alanis Morissette and the way the theater kid sings it George is exactly how a theater kid did karaoke once in high school and I was just like <coughs> this is they portrayed that scene so well and then there, uh, George sings the microphone, and then hands it off to Amy, <coughs> and Amy killed it, bro. Amy straight up sang that end of that song Ryan. so well. Yeah, to try to impress Ryan, and then seem to have worked. Ryan takes her to the pool, and then they uh, jump, like take her dresses off and jump in the pool, and it's just like a very good scene, like the uh, soundtrack really portrayed. I remember listening to an interview, like uh, Olivia Wilde wanted to make it look like Amy was uh, flying almost, and um. She's like, it's really hard to act underwater with your eyes open. And I was like, yeah, I never really thought about that. Like, they're not really saying anything about her emotion. And uh, she sees Amy. Amy is swimming, and she sees Ryan and Nick making out. And just comes out, like, super sad. Yo, like, extremely sad. And runs to try to go find uh, Molly. And Molly's like, oh, my goodness, me and Nick are enough. And And Amy's like, we got to go. And Amy's like, Malala. 
And she's like, no, you're not calling Malala because you always back on when it's too hard. And always has a hard time listening yeah. to anyone. She just wants to talk and talk instead of just hearing people. Yeah, out. just hear them out. And then so they're arguing, and Amy's, uh, Amy reveals, I'm not going to Botswana for the summer. I'm going for the entire year. And Molly's like, you're ruining our plans to go, like, Post-graduation. Yeah, po- I was like, you post-graduation? I was like... Chill out. I was like, yeah, you need to chill. I just remember, like, when I, like, told everyone, I'm like, yo, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm joining the army. You guys were like, cool. Like, we're proud of you, man. You lost a lot of weight. And I was like, yeah, dude. Like, no one was really mad. I was like, like, yeah, I missed my own, like, your guys' last year in college. But I was, I needed to better myself in Molly. I feel like she didn't think about her friends. Like, Amy's trying to improve herself, you know? Yeah. And that, and, like, I don't know, like... A little selfish. Yeah. And, I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure you were bummed when you know you knew I was leaving. Like, when I was shipping out, but you are you were so proud of me. You are like, oh, you took something seriously for once in your life. And I was like, yeah. Hey, you were bummed when we were all over at the apartment yeah. sending you shit. Yeah, because I had my phone. And I was like, I was like cleaning my, like, uh, I was like cleaning. And I was like, man, it looks like fun, but I'm cleaning. This sucks. But as for Molly and them are arguing, and like it just goes to silent. You just see their mouths moving, and like the soundtrack's playing, and see it's getting vicious. And this is emotional, you know. Like um, arguing with your like best friend, like a good friend of yours, is like they're just being. And I feel like they like they're so, they're so close with each other, like, but they don't. They this does never brought up. And I feel like I don't know with like my friendships. I just try to be very upfront. Like, like there's I don't know. I'm 25 now. And there's no reason to beat around the bush. And I'm pretty sure you've noticed that since, I don't yeah. know, from being friends with me since we were, like, in fifth grade and beyond. And so that's just how it is. And then Amy storms off, and Molly's just there. Sad. And Amy walks into this bathroom where Hope is, Deanna Silver's character. And Deanna, uh, Hope's, like, uh, I forgot what she said. And she's constantly on the attack. Yeah, she's attacking, and she's, like, I'm just being real. It's like, you're not being real. Like, you're the type of people that thinks being real is just being mean and just saying, like, calling people out and being mean about it. And she's like, and, and and Hope goes into, like, this one thing, like, I just don't like meek people. And I was like, yo, is this some, this is weird. Like, they're, Hope kind of is into her, but it's also just really, really yeah, mean. Hope seems like she's kind of, she kind of gets an excitement out of riling Amy up. Yeah. And so, um, Amy just goes in and kisses her, and then, um, they have, yeah, they, like, they have an intimate experience, and, um, this is the one thing that I've, I've related to the most, is so, they're, uh, getting, like, physical in a romantic manner, and, uh, Amy grabs a cup that takes a drink, and, uh, it's a dip cup, and it's where, and if you know what a dip cup is, you, you notice there's pouches in there, and, uh, chewing tobacco, you have to spit it. And I've been in that situation like once or twice when I was in the service. Like grabbing a Gatorade bottle and not paying attention, almost drinking dip. And she drinks and just pukes all over this girl she's like making out with. And I was like, dang. So you always look in a cup before you drink out of it. Exactly. I was like, I- I've almost experienced that. And it's it's disgusting. It's flat out disgusting. So Amy like just scurries out of there. And Mo- the cops show up. Well, Molly sees Nick and Ryan yeah. together. And Molly's just devastated because that's what she realized Amy was trying to do, but Molly wasn't paying attention. She, like, after, like, that argument, like, she realizes her faults. But then the cops show up, so everyone just starts dipping out. Molly gets out. Molly, yeah, Molly's trying to find Amy and realize she just has to scurry off. And But Molly, so it goes to her, like, walking, and then AAA comes up. And AAA picks her up. 
And they kind of have like a heart to heart. Like, well, we didn't, we didn't finish the Amy scene. Oh yeah, the Amy was just like, looks like she's about to just turn herself in, and then she just turns around and has her big rallying moment of the movie, and she just tells everybody, "Get ready." And so she just runs off, and everyone follows her. Yeah, like, and I was like, "Dang, that's that's real." Because I I used to hear about like high school parties getting around walking away from this party that she tried so hard to get into. And AAA shows up and picks her up. And they kind of had a heart-to-heart. And AAA explains, like, I don't like it when people call me AAA. And Molly's like, you know, Amy didn't like that either. Amy never called you AAA. And she's like, I actually gave guys roadside assistance. And she's like, no, okay, no, I didn't. I actually did physical things with them. But I, I wanted that, too. And it shows, like, it just, like, empowering women. Like, they can have just as much, like, physical activities as, as males can have. And I really respected that fact that the movie was trying to pray, like, trying to like play both sides of the playing field and at the end of it they were like uh triple a's like or annabelle i don't remember what her name was it was annabelle it was annabelle and she's like don't call me that next year at uh, yale implying like oh we're gonna be friends next year <coughs> which is like i feel like <coughs> the guys full circle yeah it started to come for a for, uh, full circle and they uh oh back at the party before like after the argument jared walks up to molly and they can they have a like a cute moment together. Jared's just like, I uh, do people really think about a hooker when I was like sixteen for my birthday? And she's like, Yeah, she's like, I didn't, man. But and like started having like making like I just want to build. I can't wait to go to college and find people that are just as weird as me. And I was like going back to when we were in college because like I found people that were just as weird as me. They might hate it if they ever listen to this. Like y'all wasn't that weird. I'm like. We were different, dude. All of us were different in our own way. and But we all had the same goofy interest. And Jared's like, I want to find people that are into airplanes and musicals. And I was like, dang, that's kind of cool. And, and Molly's just kind of awestruck by that. She's like, that's attractive. And so it goes, that will tie in later. So Molly's sleeping and wakes up to like, she's like, oh no, like going to be late for graduation. She realizes Amy got arrested. Yeah, she got, she's like, and Amy's just like, she, like goes on like you know there are more jails and schools in America and the cops like yeah yeah cool yeah I was like man I kind of I was like I know how that feels man like detaining someone having to take them back and, and just be like yeah man that's, that stuff's real like yeah uh, man like yeah so um, Amy finds out I mean Molly finds out Amy's arrested because she wakes up the next morning to everyone like yo Amy from Kim got arrested and. Molly goes to free Amy. She goes she there. Can't, she can't graduate without her. Yeah, she says that. Like, I'm not graduating without you. Or something to that extent. And just goes into this long spiel about their friendship. And she, like, when she's walking to go see Amy, she sees a, she notices a picture. And it's the a serial killer, like, wanted poster. And it's the exact image of the pizza guy that went this long rant about why they shouldn't jump into people's cars randomly. So they jump into Jared's car and they uh, drive to graduation. And on like and at graduation, the, uh, Theo comes out as uh, that he had a intimate experience with Miss Fine. And Miss Fine is looking for Theo the, and ends up accidentally <laughs> hitting on a uh, person with his long hair. <laughs> and Theo and Miss Fine have a have their final moments together. And Theo's like, "Can I see you again?" And she's like. Have fun at Google next year. Put your sunglasses on and walks away. And uh, Jared's like, goes up to Jason Sudeikis and is like, hey, um, uh, Amy wanted me to do something for uh, 
because she's going to be late. And he goes lo- he goes into this rant like, if a senator is late to- for a proposal or something, someone else will take their place. And Jason Sudeik's like, yeah, that sounds like Amy. Just, ah, forget it. And so he goes in this long speech of being empowered and like all these things. And people are just laughing because it's just pretty it's hilarious. And Billy Lord's playing the piano, by the way, too, while this is all going on. It's like... Great classical piece. Yeah, full on Beethoven. It's tight. And... That occurs, and uh, Amy and Molly are just going insane. A lot of slow motion, like racing, racing shots. She uh, drives through the gates of their graduation, and uh, they Amy um, Molly rolls up, gives uh, Jared a kiss, and everyone's like, "Whoa, honey, what is going on?" And uh, that's occurring, and so. Why not? At the end, you could just tell Molly was just like, "Screw it, I'm gonna live." Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna live life for one I want to live it by. And but it is. I do want to say though, I do love it how it has her aspiring to be in the Supreme Court. She knows every single rules and stipulation. Yeah. And I mean, it just shows how her character was like complete rule follower. It needs to know everything about the rule. Yeah. And so it goes to like this, like the epilogue of like Amy's getting ready to go to Africa, and um, they get a knock on the door, and Amy's dad's like, "There's someone here to see you," and uh, Molly's like, "Who's there?" And uh, surprise, it's Hope. Hope is there to see Amy, and they kind of like have a heart to heart. Like Amy, Amy's like, "Where are you gonna go?" Hope, Hope's like, "I'm gonna go couch surfing for a little bit, go backpacking," and Amy's like, "Well, if you end up in Botswana, let me know," and it just has like a very like she gives her a number, and that's it. Then Molly and Amy are driving off together. Molly's making fun of Amy for uh, the physical experience she had with Hope, and they uh, get uh, Amy. They uh, start does like the crying montage, and then Amy pops up in front of the car, says, "I can be late. Uh, I can be the last person on the plane." And just like I've never really experienced had that sad of an experience. I remember before the day before I shipped out with the army, saying bye to everyone and just driving back to before I was going to get on a plane to ship out, and just be like, "Yeah, I'll miss everyone." I've had that moment before. Uh, my whole family lives in New Zealand, so when we were leaving once, we were all, or when we were leaving, when we were kids visiting there, because like my dad and whole rest of my family lived there. And when we'd leave, we would always bring fish and chips to the airport yeah. and sit outside like the international departure gate before security, eating our fish and chips, having the last supper, and. Every single time we left, they're like calling us by name, and we were like running, boarding the last ones on the flight. So yeah, so I just feel like this. Uh, this is a very enlightening movie. I would give it like a eight out of ten. And um, there's like just like there's like nitpicky things that like what, like I, I don't want to give every movie like a nine out of nine or ten out of ten. But this is really up there in like movies that came out this year that I just thought were like really really good. And to be fair, it wasn't marketed towards you. Yeah, like it, it definitely wasn't. But um, first, I, I also like like as caveat, it wasn't an eight. This wasn't an A twenty four movie. That's an automatic. Yeah, if it's not scale. if it's not A twenty four, I don't care. But do they pay you? Are you? How about you add a sponsor on that segment and A twenty four can sponsor. Yeah, A twenty four. 